Welcome to the Building BN Podcast, where we take an inside look at Bloomington Normal economic development with industry pros, local businesses, and community partners. Hosted by your BNEDC. Welcome to the 13th episode of Building BN, a podcast by your Bloomington Normal EDC. We're recording from our offices in Uptown Normal, and today we have with us uh, Rebecca Henderson, um, who's actually helping us lead our BN STEM initiative. Uh, welcome to the podcast studio. Thank you. Happy to be here. So we always start off the episode just getting a little bit of background about our guest uh, history. Then also we'll talk about the, the business itself or the topic of the day, which today we're talking about STEM and how important it is. And then we always end on, you know, what your best day in Bloomington Normal is. Uh, so to kick it off, just give us a little bit of background about your history. Okay, so I am originally from Rochester, a small city outside or small town outside of uh, Springfield. And I moved here in 2000 when I took a position with Unit 5 Schools as their network administrator. And um, I worked there for about eight years before I went on to work for a company called Gaggle, who provides uh, safe online learning environments for students. And I was there as their director of IT and client services for about four years before um, I started SmartPath Education Services. And the reason for that is I just really missed the direct connection to the classrooms and working with educators. I really grew to love that working at Unit 5 and helping educators come up with innovative concepts in the classroom and integrate technology. And so uh, SmartPath was born to, to help with that mission. Very cool. So yeah, I could definitely see, you know, the whole STEM side of things, having the background in education and IT makes you a perfect fit for your role. So I can see why uh, you got involved with this. What's a uh, unknown or a fun fact about yourself? <laughs> fun fact. Um, well, so when COVID hit, of course, we were stuck at home. Uh, we recently moved out to the country. Huh. And um, so we have chickens now. <laughs> uh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. Um, it was a really great project for our kids. Uh, they built a brooder box and uh, we ordered chickens. And little did I know you go to the post office to pick them up. <laughs> <laughs> Did not know that. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they called us, the post office called us at 6 a.m. on one morning and said, your chickens are here. <laughs> uh, and so we went and they're in a teeny tiny box and you just hear all the chirping and how many do you have? Roughly? Well, we had 15. We lost one. Uh, so we have 14 now. Um, but the kids actually named every single one of them. Um, they all have their own personalities. If you ask our kids who's who, they will tell you right off the bat, <laughs> that's Barbara or that's Felicia or that's Gary. <laughs> and they'll even yeah, they'll tell you a little bit about them. Uh, but it's been a great project because they they built that brooder box. They, you know, um, learned so much about the different, we have um, seven different, actually eight different varieties of, of chickens. Um, and now they're starting to lay eggs. And uh, so they're collecting eggs every day and, and learning more about that whole process. And uh, so that's been, yeah, it's been fun. That's learning responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, building the coop, you know, they actually had to build two brooder boxes because the coop wasn't ready in time. Uh, so they had to build a bigger one and then um, building the coop and they're still kind of putting those finishing touches on that. Man, I don't know if we can go back and look at the other podcasts about who's got the funnest fact about that one. <laughs> that's got to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
the case. That's got to be up there. That's a really cool one. Yeah, it's fun to see. Our daughter will actually, we built a swing for the chickens in the coop. Ah. And so she spends some of her day out there swinging. Swinging chickens. chickens. They love it. They love it. And do you have other animals too? Like, do they coexist or is it just the chickens? Well, we have dogs. We have two dogs and then a farm cat. Um, And the farm cat likes to watch the chickens. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, so far, so good. Awesome. Nice. Can you talk about a little bit your uh, about your role um, with B and STEM and maybe a little bit of the history, too, on how it came about? Sure. So, um, you know, given what we do, we actually um, have an escape room side of, of the business as well. Um, and escape rooms help invoke that, you know, those four C's when you think about uh, critical thinking, creativity and collaboration. And uh, so, you know, I was involved in several different committees and, and uh, workforce initiatives and um, got to know Kevin Reeves, who was a, a State Farm uh, employee. Um, and you know, he kind of filled me in on this STEM initiative, uh, that was going on and, um, you know, state farm approached the EDC, gosh, it's been seven, eight years ago now, probably, um, you know, with the concern of, of the future workforce in STEM. And so they decided to start an an initiative, uh, aimed at helping increase awareness of STEM and and engaging our students and and helping build our teacher capacity in STEM. And uh, Kevin Reeves was on loan from State Farm for that initiative the first year. And, uh, you know, he really did a great job of raising awareness and getting people involved. Uh, But his time had come to an end. And uh, so, you know, we had gotten to know each other and and I was helping with some of the things. and, And so it seemed like a natural transition for for me to kind of step in and and take over so uh so that has been I think it's been three or four years ago now (laughs) that I've been involved and uh so some of my responsibilities my roles really my main initiative the the STEM initiative has three um main goals um one focuses on students one focuses on community and one focuses on teachers my main goal with it is just really to support our educational um our educational entities and then also our business entities and create those partnerships and connections between the two to allow the experts in their fields to do what they need to do right, right. Uh, so providing those resources for them Hey listeners, it's Nick Duffel here, project manager with your BNEDC with your side of the week. Today's episode features the rail yards at West Seminary Avenue and Emerson Street in Bloomington, Illinois. Situated on 50 acres, this site has 13 rail spurs, utility access, and is located within the Enterprise Zone. For more information, see our show notes or email me, nick at bnviz.org. So, um... Yes. So, so we can talk about uh, one of them that you mentioned um, that we talked a little bit before we got on air was the upcoming College and Career Connections. Can you talk a little bit about that event? Yes. So um, the College and Careers Connection event uh, this year, we've held it previ- in previous years, um, focusing on specific industry sectors. They were always in person um, at sure. Heartland. And of course, with COVID, we can't do that. So we have looked at switching that to a virtual event. And so utilizing beinstem.org, we are uh, we have about 15 businesses involved and they have created um, kind of a virtual booth on beinstem where students can um, review those. And, you know, there's a lot of information out there. They can post pictures and marketing material and, and really send the message to students that they want to send um, all of their social media profiles. And so students can really do some research on those businesses. Um, this one is focusing on the um 
AV and communication sector. So we're looking at uh, the digital arts, the visual arts, graphic design, uh, those types of things. So they can create that virtual booth. And then we've also asked them to record a five question impact video that will be housed out there as well. And those five question impact videos, we ask um, the industry experts five questions. The first one is, you know, how they came to be where they are. Um, the second one is what their job roles and responsibilities look like. And then what challenges they face in their career and what they love about their career. And then we ask them for advice for a student who's interested in pursuing that type of, of career. And so those will be housed out there as well for students to review. And then on November 11th, we will have um, Zoom sessions set up with those entities where students can actually jump into a Zoom session with them one-on-one -on -one and have some Q&A. Nice. That's great. And that's uh, like everybody else, everyone has to learn to adapt during these times. But uh, what a great way almost to force everybody to um, you know, tell their story and about the careers to get more exposure. So I think that's what's really important. Um, I don't know about you, Amber, but looking back, I had no clue economic development ever existed. <laughs> and it would have been nice to hear from somebody that could talk about this profession. Um, but right now, I think with all the different you know tech that's out there that goes along with STEM, there's some really cool um, things happening in the community. And um, another one, that I know that's coming up is uh, the girls in STEM. I mean, how, how huge that is. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so studies have shown if uh, girls are not engaged and interested in technology or science by generally third or fourth grade, um, they don't generally pursue that. Um, so we're really focused on raising awareness um, for our girls and, and kind of inspiring them and providing opportunities for them to engage in STEM. So we have partnered with the Society for Women in Engineering chapters across Illinois to provide events. And of course, with COVID, they have to be virtual events, but they're still really trying hard to make them fun for our girls. So we have a couple of them coming up um, on October 10th. One is um, Mom, Me and Sweet, and it is actually um, they have partnered with. Uh, I think it's called Abvi. It's a pharmaceutical company, a biopharmaceutical company. And the students um, with their moms will go through and um, there's a panel of, of employees there that will be talking about engineering and their jobs. And, um, and then they'll do a fun activity um, where they were mailed some materials ahead of time where um, I think it's a pill coating. They'll be creating kind of a pill coating. So uh, that's a really great opportunity for them. And I did just get uh, the statistics from that the other day of um, our Bloomington Normal girls that signed up. And out of the 40 that they had, we had 14 sign up. Oh, so wow. that was great. Yeah. And they range from, of course, fifth through eighth grade. Nice. So that was really great to see. The second one is um, an engineering day. It's just kind of an introduction to engineering for girls who are interested in that. And that's hosted again by SWE. And that's on October 10th for fifth through eighth grade girls as well. That's fantastic. And for all the stuff that we're talking about right now, um, the, the website they can go to to get more information. Yeah. So it is B in stem.org. So that's like Bloomington normal stem.org. Very nice. Um, and then another one that we talked about, um, was the, uh, this is really cool, but a possibility of creating an extension for Chrome that could actually assist our teachers. Yes. Yes. So, um, you know, educators have a lot on their plates, uh, a lot of different things to, you know, a lot of resources and, and trying to keep those all put together in the same place. Um, easily accessible is, is very difficult. And so we are creating a Chrome extension, um, that will be kind of a repository of lesson plans, STEM lesson plans for them to access. And the really cool thing about it is they 
will be able to either export those documents from that Chrome extension uh, and download them and, and change them, or they can import them directly into Google Classroom. So without really having to leave um, their workspace, they can very easily click on the Chrome extension. Uh, they can search via grade level, uh, via industry uh, keyword, and, and pull back that material and import it very easily. The other really cool thing about it is the lesson plans that we're planning to add will align to local businesses. So if you think about, you know, a local business um, and think about like maybe actuarial, uh, there could be an actuarial lesson planned, but it would give a real life authentic um, description and, and you know, uh, connections to, to someone here in Bloomington Normal. That's awesome. Actually, it's a great segue as far as, you know, what the economic impact is and how this um, almost is involved with the EDC, because it was something that, you know, we initially helped um, support and fund. And uh, glad to be partnering now, but I know that whenever Amber is out and about meeting with businesses and, you know, we're always asking them, you know, are you in growth mode? If not, why not? Um, a lot of times it has to do with the workforce. Like there is this, there's this need, and especially for STEM. And so to find out what they need to start handing those off to you to say, all right, here is a common theme amongst, you know, different op occupation clusters. You know, we need nurses or we need, you know, data analysts. I'll keep going to that because I love data, but you know, to, to know that and for just to hand it over to you and then figure out, okay, can you come up with a creative solution um, to inform the teachers, to get the students involved and uh, to basically to get that pipeline, you know, filled up in the beginning, because for us, when it comes to economic development, the top resource, like infrastructure is huge. You got to have the rail, you got to have available sites. If you don't have the workers, we're in trouble. And so everything that you're working on with B and STEM is that's the workforce readiness piece. Uh, there, there's multiple facets when it comes to workforce, um, as far as upskilling goes, or even uh, workforce attraction. Uh, retention is huge as well, which I know the chamber works on that. But readiness right now, this is a piece um, that we need um, probably to expand upon, especially in the tech side of things. So it's really cool, the tools that you are providing uh, to get out there to assist the teachers. And again, just make those introductions between the businesses. Um, I'll keep going back to it, but like when I was in school, I didn't know it was in my backyard. So to be able to have the opportunity to get out and about and now virtually too, to be able to see some of the things and opportunities that are here in Bloomington Normal, I don't even know if adults realize everything that is made here in Bloomington Normal. So it's another opportunity even for the parents um, to see uh, via video or hopefully someday uh, get back out and about and actually be in the business and get those tours and um, see some of the great things that are happening in our area. Hey listeners, it's Amber Wolfley. Business Retention and Expansion Manager at your BNEDC. Are you interested in starting your career here in Bloomington Normal? As of today, there are over 300 jobs in the STEM category on Indeed.com. For more information or to apply today, head over to their website and see why BN was voted a top most livable city in the nation. So now we're going to talk about speaking about getting out and about um, the best day in Bloomington normal. So from being in an area like what, how would you describe your perfect day? Oh, goodness. Um, well, this time of year is actually my favorite time of year. Um, Same. We were yeah, just so, talking about yeah. that. Uh, this could go for a while. Then we're going to talk, talk about all the Halloween events. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
it's a little bit colder uh, right now than, than what I would like it to be. Yeah, we were actually, my husband actually just texted me on the way over uh, with governor's, uh, Governor Prisker's, um, you know, ordinance about haunted houses. We were closed. literally just talking about that before you walked in. <laughs> but outdoor haunted houses. Yes. Uh-huh. So we, I've been a little worried because we're actually building a haunted hayrack ride in our um, backyard. <laughs> Oh, actually. wow. And so, yeah, so I was very, very happy to to hear that. But I love this time of year. Um, and so perfect day for for us would be, um, you know, Raiders Farm, um, you know, a lot of the festivals that, that are going on um, throughout the summer, even in this time of year. So like the Sweet Corn Festival, the Sugar Creek Arts Festival, those types of things. Um, long walk on Constitution Trail. Um, one of the things that we got into um Pre-COVID, our family, we we love, um, you know, foods from all types of businesses. And so we would do restaurant hopping. Mm. Uh, So we would go to one place and have an appetizer, go to the next place and and have a meal, go to the next place and have dessert. And uh, so, yeah, we generally didn't make it for dessert because we were (laughs) actually pretty stuffed. Um, But, yeah, visiting all of the really great restaurants here in Bloomington Normal um, is, you know, a, a great time as well. So. That's a really interesting concept. I think you might be onto <laughs> something as far as like, you know, you think about beer pairings or wine pairings. Right. Maybe there is like different routes you can take for different appetizers versus your main course versus desserts. And uh, maybe you should create a guide. And that's not workforce related at all. <laughs> <laughs> but something you could definitely tap it into. It sounds like fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, restaurant definitely. hopping concept. Well, yeah. when you want onion rings from schooners, but right. you want something else, you know, your yeah. meal from, yeah. Got to go somewhere else for wings and there's, you know, certain drinks you want to have at one place. Right. That could be really cool. We should probably put together some kind of tours. It's like a bar crawl or a pub crawl. Yeah. It's food. It's a food crawl. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Food crawl. I think there's a name for it. I think it's called progressive dinner. Is that? Maybe I'm wrong, but we'll have to look into it. But yeah, the concept is there. Yes, the concept. But you could definitely give us like a guide of what pairs well, what appetizer (laughs) to start with. I don't know if they pair well. It's just what we like. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because if you can figure out what are like even in the same areas, I know that you you know downtown Bloomington's got a great combo, and same thing in uptown Normal. Yeah. There's places that are walking that yeah, here's our recommendations: start here, then here, then here, and make it a night. Yeah, very interesting. I love it. Sounds like something for our <laughs> CVB to add to the tourism guy. There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, speaking of food, um, they did over at Ferrero. They have a testing center set up, so we went out there to you know for the kickoff of that for the COVID testing center, and of course they're known for chocolate. And we always like to bring in some food for our guests to try. And um, Ferrero brought out a ton of chocolate. So we have in front of us now some um, Kinder Joy eggs, which my kids are going to be so jealous because they love these things. Um, But I think from watching them open them, I have not had one yet, but they have uh, there's toys inside them. So don't just bite right into it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah, Ferrero is uh, going gangbusters right now. We actually just amended our enterprise zone for them for the possibility at a chance um, for a major expansion, like a $70 million chocolate factory expansion. Oh, my goodness. I know. So talk about workforce needs. Um, But if we're actually competing against Canada and Mexico. So right now, if that goes through and they make that investment, I think it's between 50 and 100 new jobs. Um, But yeah, then also expanded chocolate. So (laughs) can't beat that. Go around with that. Oh, so it's two separate computers. I was wondering. I thought it was going to be like yeah. like a Wonder Ball from back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> What's in there? I was thinking like Cadbury egg, but there's like a <laughs> truck toy. inside. No, th- so these are nicely done. It's split oh, into cute. two. Oh, this is not what I expected at all. Not at all. Very pleasant surprise. So they actually make these here? I do not know if these are actually made here. Because I've seen these everywhere yeah. and did not realize that 
they were affiliated with. We'll have to look Ferrero. into that. I'm yeah, so it's Ferrero Rocher, and they they got the Crunch Bars. Um, can't yeah. remember what the other one was that they gave us. Um, yeah, so I should know that actually. Kind of embarrassed that I don't that what they're actually making there now. But I know that they're um, transitioning of what's being made where, and that's part of this expansion. That if this goes through, they're going to be making more of certain products here. Awesome. Do we know what the toy is? Did we figure that out? Mine's a puzzle. Oh. I think. I don't know. Interesting. Oh, there's stickers. <laughs> no wonder my kids love these This things. is like the gift that just keeps giving. Yeah. Well, there's a basket of them out there. Very interesting. Hmm. Oh, and there's an app. So you can download the app. Oh, goodness. Corresponds. Oh. Wow. Oh, mine is a little animal of some sort. This is very fun. Yeah, I'm not sure how to tie this wonderful chocolate back to STEM, but <laughs> again, with the program or the project that's on the line that, you know, if this happens and there is 50 to 100 new jobs, it's uh, just as important. Like once those you know are created that we have, you know, the workforce in place to take those, because I know people think about manufacturing, um, but whenever they don't actually think about the technology that goes behind that. So the occupations that are within there. So not everybody that is there is making chocolate. Some people are running the analytics on the lines or running the machinery um, that is very technical. And so I think that was a misconception a lot of times whenever you look at overall industries in a community. And it's like, well, you guys are known for this. And it's like, well, actually, the occupations in there, a lot of them revolve around STEM. And I know that whenever people think about State Farm, the insurance side of things, the technology is just as important out there. I mean, that's why they're a major sponsor of this and helping stand this up and getting it rolling. Um, again, analytics, huge for that. Rivian technology out there, pretty much that's what they are. Right. <laughs> so with yeah. STEM right now, uh, it's wonderful that there's programs in place, more coming. Um, we're really looking forward to working with you, um, finding out what the needs of our businesses are. And personally, having two daughters completely agree. The sooner you can get them introduced, the better. Um, we got them Lego Mindstorms a long time ago, just Great. so they can start building robots um, and actually driving them around and shooting their grandpa with it. But it was <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> still fun. <laughs> Right. It's, it's, it's a fun way to learn, and uh, which is what you are doing. You're doing that experience-based learning, which is so important um, with some of the programs that you have. It's, it's one thing to see it online, which is uh, very cool that you're doing that, but it's a whole other thing to get them actually there to experience it and to hear from the people that are working there, um, almost like what we did with you to find out what their history is and what their day-to-day -day is. Um, it's just important because it's one thing to like see it on TV or made in a movie or something like that, but to know that some of those really cool jobs and opportunities are here in Bloomington Normal. Um, is vital. Agreed. Awesome. Well, 100%. Thanks, thanks for coming on and uh, talking about STEM. And we look forward to having you back in the future uh, post COVID when we can start <laughs> announcing some more of your programs. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks. Hi, this is Becky at your BNEDC with upcoming events. Friday, October 2nd is a busy day. It's the Art and Architecture Crawl. Creepy Crawly First Friday, 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. downtown Bloomington. Friday Night Spike, 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. at the Corn Crib. And Saturday, October 3rd is downtown Bloomington's Farmer's Market from 7.30 a.m. until noon. Also the Virtual Evergreen Cemetery Walk, Trial by Fire 5K, Run the Woods, and Bakai's Rhythm and Spray Paint is 2 to 4. See our show notes or visit bnbiz.org for more details. Hope to see you there.
Tune in next week as we continue to take an inside look at Bloomington Normal's economic development with industry pros, local businesses, and community partners, and learn more about our BN Advantage.